Welcome to the Ultimate Coach Podcast, Conversations from Being, inspired by the book, The Ultimate Coach, written by Amy Hardison and Alan Thompson. Join us each week with the intention of expanding your state of being, and your experience will be remarkable. Remember, this is a podcast about being. It is a podcast about you. To explore more deeply, visit theultimatecoachbook.com. Now, enjoy today's conversation from B. Today, I'm happy to be here with Alex Dumas. He is one of the original Fantastic Four who created the, uh, the first Ultimate Experience. And for those of you who don't know the depth of this human being, I'm going to read a little bit of his bio. Alex Dumas is the CEO founder of Abundance Daily Coaching and vice president of the BIPOC Coach Collective. He's an expert in sales and marketing with a track record generating six figures in revenue and six-figure launches. He has a background in psychology and a decade of leadership experience in the nonprofit world. Alex also knows what it's like to do everything that's expected of you, but feel empty. He struggled for years, but hid behind jokes and seeking approval so he could fit in. It was really a mask for the the pain and loneliness he constantly felt. And it led to using drugs for years and keeping anyone who wanted to get close to him at arm's length. Alex is now a husband and a father with years of deep personal work behind him. Since 2018, he's partnered. He has partnered with his wife, Sarah. Oh, I didn't realize you guys work together. Look, I'm learning this now. <laughs> Who has been a consultant to startup companies and companies with over 80 million in revenue to create high performance business and consulting firm leaders who are committed to creating their team culture with enthusiasm and effective listening are the ones who call Alex. So um, yeah, reach out to him at therealalexdumas.com. This is not supposed to be a shout out for his business, but I have to shout out his business because I think he's an awesome human being. And um, and for those of you who don't know, I'm Cordelia Gaffar, uh, the other woman and the lead uh, for the Ultimate Coach Podcast. Welcome to the show. Awesome. Thank you so much. I love that intro. Appreciate it. It always feels interesting hearing about me, right? It's like, oh, that's me. But as you're reading, I'm like, am I? I'm like, yeah, I'm that guy. Yeah, I'm that dude. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Like, well, who is that? No, that's me. I'm the guy. I'm the one. You are the one. And when did you find that out? Gosh, I, I think it's still a process of continuing to learn that and, and embody that. I don't know if there's a specific time where I was like, yeah, that's that's me. I think through the process of creating my own document, um, revising it, throwing it out, <laughs> redoing it, re, re, re-excavating more and more. And it's just been a gradual process of recognizing that and also the actions behind it. Of It's easy for me to say like, hey, I'm a great coach, I'm a great powerful creator, this and that. All right, well, how do I do it? How do I uh, substantiate that? Oh, yeah, let me help people, serve people. That's how I do it. And when people started coming out of the woodworks, like, wow, you made a difference from here. Hey, I heard you talk here. And this is 
didn't even know I did that. Or I don't know if this happens to you a lot of the times, like, wow, thank you for what you said. Like, what did I say? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what I said. It just, it happens. It comes through me, from me. And then um, I move on to the next thing. So, yeah. But do you pause and acknowledge yourself in between? Yeah, I've gotten a lot better at that. It, a lot, yeah, a lot more now because I see the importance of it, right? Because it can easily be go, 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 go. And that's the kind of a culture I came from. And this prosperous coach universe, this ultimate coach world is like slow, slow, slow for a second. Slow down. Let's be here. Let's be present. What's going on? And that's fun for me to to reflect on those things of, oh, yeah, like I did do that. Right. Oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> I, I did have this conversation with this person. And, yeah, I, I am able to do these things. And I have done these things. And it fuels me for the things that are to come. And it's not looking into the future. Like, man, I hope I get there one day. It's like, oh, and I can't. That's going to be fun when we do this. But, like, let's. I'm enjoying what's happening right now and also recognize and acknowledge what the past has been, whether it's been things I've wanted, things I didn't want. It's all taught me a lesson. Yeah. So now you're a lot more present. Is that something that is a result of your uh, reading the Ultimate Coach book? I know you were one of the original, original, like manuscript readers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. The book is definitely accelerated that which is funny right because talking about slowing down but acceleration it's it's done both things at the same time right like steve says two things can be true at the same time and yeah it's been a result of that that book and just a lot of other work too that i've done with myself for myself done with other people and continue to do yeah and i heard you talk about your document too so the refining of the document. I'm wondering, did you start that process with Philip Weech or? Yes. And no, we, we didn't. I think I already had a version of it before we started working together in 2022. So I think somewhere in 2021 is where I really started to, to formulate it. I got to give a shout out to my guy. Uh, Devin Bandison, he really helped expand my way of looking at it because I had one. I shared it with him. He shared his with me. And it's not the comparison game, but I was like, oh, his is like light years. Like he's done some work on this. Like I, I can tell he's what he's said and what what I've said. Not that my thing was bad. No, I'm not judging it. But it was like, okay, there's definitely a layer more that I can start carving out. and. I started going through that process with myself and looking at all these things of where I wanted to forgive myself, these things where I judge, where I blame people, where I was upset, where I was mad with myself. And I kind of think of it like a phoenix from the ashes. Like literally as I was writing it, I started just to think like, all right, I am happiness. Like that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. I want to claim that first. Like I am happiness. Not anything else makes me happy. Not that any circumstance. Like, no, that's just me. I am that. That's right. remarkable. I, I love that part just because right we're recording this right after you being on the free to be show. Right. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about your uh, struggle for happiness, like seeking it outside of you. So I love that you declared that for yourself at the top of your document. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's for me, it's got to be there because 
you know, people will see me like, oh, you're so lighthearted. You're so like, well, that's only come from a lot of darkness, a lot of internal, my judgments about things and my perception about how it thinks should be. It ought to be this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, guess, guess who's going to win, reality or me? Which one is tougher? Which one's strong, right? Reality's going to have the last lap at the end of the day. So instead of pushing against it, I'm like, all right, let me, let me pull. Let me see what it can give me, what I can use from it and manipulate and and not manipulate in a way of like getting over on somebody or or gaming something, but just how do I use it for my advantage? And that's what I've been starting to see and, and have seen. And it's fun for me. It's the game. Mm-hmm. So what iteration of your document are you on or is it set? Like you can, you can repeat it every day and you're that. Yeah. You know, and it's interesting about the document because for the past couple months, I've, I'm going to say a table or put it to the side, but I was just like, you know what? I want to leave it where it is because I was in a daily practice ritual, of like, you know, morning, night, listening, listening to my own audio version of it. And I thought to myself, like, you know what? Some things don't feel fully aligned right now, which is fine. I'm going to put you to the side, but there's plenty of times where things happen and like, oh yeah, that's supposed to happen. Cause like I create that, like that's, you know, it would be something that's like, hey, I'm the best half of Sarah Ines. Like when I'm doing that, oh yeah, oh yeah, I am. Yeah, I, I do value her mind. I do treasure her. Yeah, I do protect her in my life. Yeah, my kids, I'm the best father to them. Oh yeah, I do create them with encouragement, praise and recognition, right? It's just these things. And I've, I, it feels more fun for me that way versus having to be like, all right, I gotta read it in order. Like, no, it's just, it's no different from, from a prayer to God. Right. It doesn't have to be this formal. All right. I'm on my knees. Father. God. No, just I talk to God like I talk to him like he's, you know, him, I don't believe in Jesus. Like I think of them as like a friend, like a brother. Like I would talk to them like I talk. It doesn't have to be this very controlled and reverent thing. Like I have respect for it and I honor the document. I honor it, that part of it of who I am, but also see it as where I can get playful with it. Where can I get creative? And when it shows up, right? When it shows up in different things in my life, like, of course, because that's who I am. Of course, this happened. I am that. So it's meant to be. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, that answers your question. I don't know if I. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm listening and I'm, I'm, it's making me think a couple of things. Like, I hear you being a, a conduit for um, your own enlightenment. I hear you being, um, in gratitude for, you know, recognizing what you're creating. And um, what was the other thing that you made me think of? I hear that it's a practice, you know? It's, <laughs> it's a practice, right? Yeah. It's not a, it's not um like you were saying, there's no rigidity to it. Yeah. You know, that's, there's particular rules of games, right? But how do, when we think about like the greats, and I'm just do sports for an example, because that's the easiest tangible thing, right? We think about somebody like Floyd Mayweather, Tom Brady, Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, like the top of the top, creme de la creme. We see them on game day. Said, oh my God, they're amazing. Of course, they're able to catch these many passes and throw for this many yards and land these punches and and run this fast, but 
those great ones, they love practice. You know, rest in peace to Kobe. He was maniacal about training. He loved that process. And with the space of transformation, this game that you and I play called coaching, practice is the fun. That's like where all the juice is. And once it's, you know, lights on, game day, like with another person, it's like, man, I get to show you all the stuff that I've done now. Not to show up, not to be impressive, but it's like, now I get to use all these things that I've been working on in the gym. You weren't with me when I was doing a turnaround. You weren't with me when I was doing this combination. But you're going to get to feel the impact of it because behind the scenes, I'm practicing this all the time. And even when I'm messing up, quote unquote, where I'm screwing up, where I'm not getting right, perfect, I get to look and be like, man, that's inspiring. This didn't go the way I wanted to. How do I play with that now? This situation, this conversation wasn't how I wanted. Well, where am I coming from that I want something, right? Mm. An outcome out of something. Yeah. Cause you, like you were saying something earlier about serving, right? So I'm hearing you now say, I get to serve another person with all my practices, you know? Yeah. And, um, is that, is that accurate? Am I hearing that right? Yeah. You're, you're, you're right on. And the best times I would say that practice needs to come out is when we don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) That's the fun part. When you know you're, you, your kids might be screaming, you might be in a store, you're trying to rush, you got to get somewhere to go, you got to do this and that, and you know you're, you're you're living life, but life is living you in that case, that instant where it's like I snap at somebody or I have a judgmental thought, and then I get to play with that idea like where did it come from? Why am I seeing it that way? And not to make myself wrong, it's like oh that's interesting that I saw this interaction with my son or my daughter or my wife in this way. Like what happened here and just run the game film real quick. And with the practice is always, I always want to start at the real source. I'm like, all right, how did I create this? How did I make this happen? And it's not to blame game myself, but I want to take ownership of every interaction, everything that happens because it's mine to own. I can't say, well, I was, you know, a little bit frustrated with my kids. No, that's because Cordelia, you know, wore a, a green shirt today. You know, if she didn't, or a blue shirt, if she didn't wear that shirt, I would have been, right? Like, that's, that's wild. Yeah. You're in DC. I'm in North Carolina. Like, what are you talking about? But we do these things. Like, oh, if only they had done that, then mm-hmm. I would be like, nope. Time out. <laughs> Where are you at? Oh, this is what happened. This is what I did, or this is what I felt. This is what I thought. This is what I saw. Where's my responsibility in this? And like, so what are some of your, the values that have come up? Cause I like, when you're saying that, I know, like when I don't know what it is for you, but for me, (laughs) when I'm with my kids, right. Cause they're, they're just the greatest um, reflectors of who we're being, you know, and you have an eight and 12 year old too. I have an eight and 12 year old too. And I have, other ones <laughs> that are older. <laughs> Do they ever get any older than eight and 12? But um, I, I can see who I'm being, right? Reflected in my children. And um, sometimes it's like, okay, I have to slow down and, and ask a simple question, not of myself, though, you know, because I want to be in service to my children too, right? So 
when I'm at a loss, my practice has become, how, how can I serve you better? What, what is it that I'm missing in this situation, you know? And so, and they, they come back with some very colorful responses, as you know, they do at those ages. And that's not very different. The, this practice has been great for me because now if I have um, an, a situation with a client, you know, I can say like this happened in a session the other day, you know, you know, she was telling me all the things that people in her life were doing. Yeah. And I was like, so, yeah, this is such a great opportunity for you to have compassion. Like, yeah. what do you what could you do to, like, make their life better? Or what could you be a stand for in your life that could make both your lives better? Yeah. And she was like, oh, yeah, like, didn't think about that. So, like, what? that's kind of a part of what I was hearing in your story, too. Is that right? Yeah, that's definitely on point. And one of the things I I like to share with my kids, especially when they're, you know, they're they're snapping at each other, it's like, hey, is what we're saying right now helping or hurting? Are we helping each other? Are we hurting each other? Which one do you want to choose? And I want to always redirect them into this path of choice. And it's it's still it's a practice that I'm continuing to learn because it's easy. To be all powerful dad, adult, like you gotta do it and do it my way and listen because I told you to. All right, I can create them that way. And as they move through life and find their own path, they're gonna be in this space of somebody needs to tell me what to do because that's all I've ever known. Well, let's shift that. What do you get to choose? Choose, choice. What are you talking about? As a kid, for you know, growing up, I'm grew up in a, my parents immigrated from Haiti. It was kind of like, you, you, you just do the thing, right? They say it, you do it. There's no real rebuttal going back and forth. And I want to create, I'm interested in creating my kids like independently thinking of like, what do I choose to do? What do I want to do? That's where the game, the world opens up, right? Because now it's something beyond just this, this is what it is. Like, no, dude, there's something else that can see other things besides what you're saying. And that comes from, am I choosing to help somebody or hurt somebody? Hmm. Am I choosing to help somebody or am I choosing to hurt somebody? Yeah. And so what comes up? Like that person that you could be helping or hurting could be you as well. Yeah. And yeah, you get to your point. It also, we're, we're a byproduct of that. If I'm helping somebody, I'm serving somebody, I'm serving myself. It's kind of a selfish, it's a two-way exchange, right? To paint it forward. Holding the door open for somebody. You know, this happened the other day. Those two women walk in, open the door for them. And I'm just, oh, just, just standing there and they walk by. And they pass. And then the woman's like, oh, oh, thank you. What's up? No problem. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Right? It wasn't like, in the past, it might have been a thing like, you hold that same door open. And they walk through like, you're welcome. Yeah. So where were you, where were you coming from? Right. I see the difference there. Now you're just like from a place of service, it helps them. It helps you. Right. Yeah, you both, everybody can get through the door. Yeah. I'm just going to hold the door open. Like I'm going to do that. Whether you give me 
the credit or accolades. I don't need to keep score. And that's, mm-hmm. I have the score in my head of like, all right, I hope somebody does something good. You know, I, I don't do it to get anything, right? It's, you said that important word where I'm coming from. And that was a challenge in the past for me. Like, I want to get to a place. I'm going to get somewhere. And I forget, like, oh, I have to come from it first. I have to create it first. Then it'll, it'll appear to me. Yeah. Yeah. You had said before um, when we were talking about the the creation of the ultimate experience, the original one in Phoenix that you were part of that team. Mm-hmm. Um, you said that you were the black hole uh, group, yeah. right? So that's what I think of when I hear you say that. Tell me more about that. Yeah, the black hole gang, we would uh, mess around with it. And it's kind of an offshoot of one of the, well, previously one of the only original pieces of footage of Steve with TBO, LIT, NFL, where he talks about commitment being a black hole. And with this ultimate experience, my comrades, the Fantastic Four, Judy, Julie, and Xavier, we all got to experience that firsthand of what it looks like when we gave ourselves, you know, we had this deadline. We had January 23rd, 2022. To make this happen, Judy, she enrolled me as the first person on November 11th, on 11-11, which is hilarious. You know, we had a conversation. Oh, and you reached out to me on 11-12. I remember you invited yeah. me. I was like, so that was the next day. That, okay. yeah, it was the, ne- the very next day. So we had a conversation. She told me this idea and I was like, yeah, I'm in. Let's go. Like, I like wild, unconventional things and she's definitely one of these unconventional people. Yeah. I saw the vision. I'm like, yeah, I'm in. Let's go. Let's make this happen. And then that next week, the 18th, that's when we had tickets for sale and we just, we didn't stop until 23rd. We just kept going. And that level of commitment from all of us was something I don't know if, I don't think anybody outside of the teams that have put London together and India together and in the future events that will happen will ever really understand as far as what what it took because it, it it took a lot of energy it took a lot of focus and it, also a lot of intention as far as being on it right of yeah, we have tickets to move we have things we have we have this whole scene to create we got to make sure that things are what they are and you know credit to steve he not that he cares about like his brand or his name or anything like that. But like, he's trusting relatively four strangers to be like, Hey, you can name drop me and use me and use the book and, and put this event together for us. And you know, that's a lot of trust. That's a lot of, a lot of faith in the four individuals. And he made it clear to us and the other speakers, like you're not coming here for a self promo thing. This is not a self from the stage type of deal. This is not a, whatever kind of event you've experienced before, we're going to create something that is about the audience, about the person in the chair and, you know, going back, you know, to tie this all in, right. The commitment being the black hole. That's what we wanted to make. And I think that's what we did. We did make, and it's, you can see it now. London's been one. India has been one. Wherever the next one's going to be, it's an offshoot. It's, it's all connected. It'll be okay to say, because I think this is going to go live after the official announcement. Uh, so, yeah, the next one will be Bir- Birmingham in the UK next year. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Cheerio, mates. <laughs> <laughs> Worst UK accent ever. <laughs> what a bloke. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's Wes. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> See, <laughs> you thought yours was bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have to have fun because you have declared I am happiness. So yeah. if it's not fun, it doesn't get done. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm wondering, so do you still reference the um, Ultimate Coach book on a daily basis? Would you reference, like, read it or, like, refer to, like, things inside of the book? Well, I guess there are two questions there, right? So the one question is, like, sometimes for myself, when I struggle with things, right? Yeah. Like, I'll go to the section on love. It's like, mm -hmm. how can I be more loving in here? Because I'm not feeling the love, right? So I'll go to a specific section. Then there is the the revisiting of the book as a whole that I do because I have to stay in the reading because I do this. So, <laughs> so uh, which is it for you or is it both? Yes, a little bit of both. And sometimes the questions will pop up in my mind if I'm feeling really anxious or annoyed with my kids. You know, I'll kind of hear like Steve whisper like, oh, who would you need to be to be a more effective parent or a more loving parent? Like, Steve, get on my head, man. Shut up. Like, leave me alone. But at the same time, it's like, all right, yeah, who would I need to be? Like, or, you know, with my own document, if I think about like, oh, am I being the best father? Am I being the greatest father to Juliana AJ right now? Is this what the greatest father would do? Hmm, no, probably not. Is this what the best half of Sarah would do? Would he say this or would he judge her this way? Would he look at her this way? No, he wouldn't. Okay, let's turn it around. Let's clean it up. And that's just the, the constant game, right? The constant cleanup game, recognizing, all right, made a little mess. It's a little spill. Swipe it up, not to like, you know, hide the evidence, but it's like, all right, it's just a mess. I don't like a mess. I don't, I don't accept the messes in my life. I'm, I stay complete with staying. I'm like a clean freak. <laughs> I want to be a clean <laughs> in a sense of things are running as smooth as I can. And when they aren't, that's perfectly fine too. I'm not going to judge and I'm not going to be like, why is it this way? That's how it is. Now what do I want to do about it? Yeah. So how does that support it, your operating system? It looks like it, you know, that would be an easy way because uh, before you answer that, though, I do want to mention what Alex is talking about is the back of the book has um, the questions that we have to, you know, th this is what we must read. So the way the book is read, it is even if you read 10 pages today, right? And then let's say tonight before you go to bed, you want to read it again? You read the back side of the book, right, where it says, Dear Potential Reader, as you uh, may have noticed, there are no testimonials on the back cover of this book, right? So you, and then there's a list of questions. Who would you need to be to be a more loving person? Who would you, who would I need to be to be more effective parent? And those questions, right? So that's that. And then again, before you start uh, reading the book, there are two pages in the front that Steve wrote himself that says before you begin. Right. Yeah. And so um, every single time you pick up the book, this is, these are the instructions. So that's, as you can see, his programming has changed. So this is where the question's coming from. So now you may answer. Do you want me the question again? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How has your operating system changed? Right. Like who you were being, prior to this uh, recreation of you? Yeah. What I would say is that it's, 
heightened the awareness of it, of heightened where I get to see where I'm being critical of other people and, you know, starting with myself, where I'm condemning myself. We talked about on your show about like the courtroom and I won't go into the whole thing here, but just thinking about like, all right, where am I condemning myself? Where am I sentencing myself? And then is there an opportunity for me to be free? Am I, can I pardon myself? Can I give myself some grace and give myself some credit here? And then I get to see that with my kids and there'll be times where they'll say something and I'm like, oh, that's so me. Like I would say that. And then the other side of it is like, oh my goodness, that's so me. Oh, why would they do that? Why would they say that? Or how could they do it? I'm like, oh, that's because they're learning from me. Like it's my energy field. They're my little energy sparks. My aura is <laughs> rubbing off on them. So let me be very very cautious of like how am I creating myself and then when I first got my whole the cancel on the manuscript and Steve sent it to me this is a like around 4th of July weekend in 2021 and I was spending time at my in-laws in New Jersey and I was just absorbed into this book and I never had an experience with a book like I had with this one where I don't know if you had the same thing but it felt like electricity that's the best way I can describe it. I just felt like different things inside of me, like my heart rate, heartbeat racing. I, it felt like I was doing like a full run on a marathon because like my heart's pounding. I just, I just could see all these different areas of my life where I can enhance, upgrade it, and it was really powerful. And then obviously when the full book got launched and and released, you know, just going through it again right before the ultimate experience, I read it. I intended to read it twice. I read it one, like one and a half times. So I was kind of like, oh, I didn't finish. I didn't do what I said I was going to do. Okay. I got like 75% there, but I was already engaged fully in, fully on with the book. So to answer your question, to kind of wrap this up, I would just say it. the best example I can give is like for people listening, I'm, I have glasses on right now. So my glasses are off. My glasses are on, right? It's like, can't see really clear what's going on. Oh, this is what life looks like through the lens of loving people, loving myself. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That's <clears throat> that's very beautiful. And I guess to answer your question, you kind of asked me a question in there. Um, yeah, I I saw how much I was not living from a world of possibility. And and you know, previously. I considered myself a very, very positive person. And so reading that book made me realize, you know, oh, there are more possibilities, right? And so mathematically, we know that there are, you know, infinite possibilities. Um, And so that just made it more real for me. Yeah. Oh, Alex, I love talking to you so much. (laughs) It's, and it, and this is like a, a double, triple thing for us because like we haven't talked in a long time either. So thank you for saying yes to being on the Ultimate Coach podcast today. And well, what, I... You summoned me like I'm like, I'm go, right? You're the ultimate joy goddess, the joy mongrel. Like, monger me. I am at your will. I am your joy. <laughs> I will do as you say. But no, it's... Um, I just love our, our friendship, how we've been able to connect. It was so fun was really interesting was you know seeing you at the experience and like seeing you now right because before you know you had the hijab you're you're 
I don't say bundled up, but you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, Cordelia. Like, I remember the first time I saw, like, you knew one of your pictures. Like, oh, shit, that's what Cordelia looks like. I, I don't think I really connect. Like, oh, this, she has hair. She, like, I didn't really. He's <laughs> 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 like, oh, wow. Like, I'm like, you know, same example. Like, oh, my God, I'm like really seeing Cordelia. Like, she's like this incredibly powerful woman, loving mother, and this person who gives so much to to the world and then once you started to get involved with this podcast I'm like oh this is it is like the, the cherry on top like it's great to hear you experience you and then to have known you and like be with you like man that's that's even more fun so i'm just excited for what you do with this team what you're doing your business and and what you're giving to the world so thank you for that i know this you know flowers gotta give the flowers while i can I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for acknowledging me for that and, and for seeing me. And and that was the other thing I was going to say about reading the book. I felt seen and heard, you know, because I was like, Hey, I'm that person, you know, that, that book is not about Steve. It really isn't. It's about me. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's why I had to start the thing with like the secret chapter, right? Because as I was reading a book, it wasn't jealousy, but I was like, man, like, man, I, I, I need to be in this book. Like, we're, I'm, I'm out in here. Like, we, we do the thing. Like, you know, if you go through like a family photo album, who's the first person you're looking for? You're looking for you. Yes. You want to see you, right? And, you know, there's some pictures that don't include you, which is fine. And that's where the idea Maybe came. you weren't born yet. <laughs> yeah, I just wasn't born yet. <laughs> But you know, I saw that possibility. I'm like, you know, I need to make my own vignette, like my own chapter for me. And I did that. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. I was. I should have asked you that question. I'm yeah. like, look, let's extend this. Read it. <laughs> no, I, I mean you don't have to. Yeah, it's not you know, this, not in this book because. Oh, okay. I did, so what I decided to do for myself was like every year. Uh, it was November 24th when I first got my hands on a book, so I call it my B day. Like. Oh, get a new version of this, reread it from, you know, it's a a blank slate and start Mm -hmm. again. So the old one I have has like parts of my document written on the outside. It's mangled. It's (laughs) there's chewed my book. (laughs) Yeah. You know, this is, uh, I have not actually, that's a good point. So in the back of the book, there are, was it about five or six pages? Yes. Yeah, you can actually write your own vignette in the book. They're blank pages intentionally left there for that purpose. So there's that. I don't know that we bring that up in every interview, but I think I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. So people will hear it every episode, you know, it's like, yeah. by the way, when you're done reading it, write your own vignette at the back. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm going to give myself my flowers for that because like that. That's that's a me creation. I, I started that, so not to take credit, but like I'm taking credit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're supposed to take credit, absolutely. Yeah. So I acknowledge you for that and and for celebrating your B day every year. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to dig through the book and see new things. And I I, th- I love what you said about like this book being seen, being heard, right? Because mm-hmm. when you're reading it from that place, it's easy to get caught up in like, man, Steve's awesome, which he is. He's an amazing human being. Love him. And it's also, wow, this is where I've been like that. Oh, this is what happens to me. Oh, this is what I could do. Man, I can 
be with somebody, be with a client, you know, be in my community and help somebody out in a very radical and rapid way. I don't have to wait for, you know, how do I feel about this? Do I want to, like, no, I just, I go, I do, right? Like the inspired thought, then the immediate action afterwards is like back to back. Before there used to be a gap of like, I have this thought, how do I feel about this? Do I deserve to do it? Who I want to? Yeah, it's so much and work, like, right? Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's like thought, action, clap. Complete. Yeah, it's so freeing now. And like people like freak out. See, you got your dog excited. What's his name? Her name? Oh, yeah, it's a him and her. Samson and Storm. Oh. Storm oh. So she's, she's creating a possibility of protecting our house from evil packages. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yes. So see, even your dog can change their state of being. <laughs> yeah, well, this is this has been a great conversation. I just want to encourage everyone to um, remember to read the book about yourself when you're done. You know, uh, more important, I know a lot of people are drawn to creating their document. There's a really involved process in that that really requires the... Um, collaboration, I would say, with a coach. And we have, uh, I think Dave Orton is working, or we are actually as a community working on creating a course for it, but it will be facilitated. It'll be partially live with Dave Orton, I believe. And so I want to also give some acknowledgements here. You mentioned uh, Devin Bandison. He's an amazing human being. We both know him and he's very loving and kind and humble and I'm so happy to know he's the one that supported you with that because he was my introduction to the document and to this book also um, wow. before you, believe it or not. Um, like he told me this book is being written and I'm almost like, I don't believe it. And, so, <laughs> and then you were like, this book has been written. I was like, oh, my gosh, did I doubt? Um, <laughs> of course, I want to acknowledge, um, you know, Steve Hardison uh, for for the work that he does and who he is being and, um, and all, all the other hosts for this podcast, Meredith Bell and Philip Bartu. And so share this with another heart, share this with another soul and you can create who you're being only always. Only always. Until next time, be aware of who you're being. Yeah. Stay blessed. Steve, love you, brother. Salt and pepper. Thank you for listening. If you know someone who would benefit from today's conversation, please share this podcast with them. Also, we invite you to visit theultimatecoachbook.com so you can continue your personal exploration of being. There you will find links to join our wonderful community, get your own copy of The Ultimate Coach Book, and more. Simply go now to www.theultimatecoachbook.com. That's www.theultimatecoachbook.com. The link is also available in the show notes. We appreciate your support. Be blessed. Be you.